Welcome back to the Markout Movie Podcast. This is Brandon Spivey. Today, I'm going to be starting something that's old but new. Uh, movie news with Brandon. I did this last week by myself. Uh, usually me and Aaron do it every Tuesday, and we will continue to do it every Tuesday. But as well as doing it every Tuesday, I'm going to do it Monday through Friday. Movie news. So we just don't have so much movie news on Tuesday. So, uh, so every day, I'm going to, well, Monday through Friday get out some topics and today i'm going to start off by doing it um what what was some of the news over the weekend and i'm going to start off with karen egerton uh from the kingsman series from uh robin the remake of robin hood reboot of robin hood and of course he was elton john and rocket man has debunked rumors that he'll play wolverine in the mcu uh do i believe it you know Possibly, but you know he is kind of the right size for Wolverine if you're going comic book accuracy. Uh, you know, uh, usually when an actor debunks it, he's he's being humble here. He's saying that uh, there's better choices basically. Uh, but he's coming off Rocket Man. He's got the Kingsman series, like I said. And Robin Hood didn't do well, but you know he did that movie as well. Um, so I, you know, he's debunking it, but I still could see it happening. I don't think anyone would be that upset if it did happen. Uh, I don't know. I, I I think it could be interesting if it happened. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. You know, uh, it's going to be interesting to see who they cast as Wolverine anyway when the MCU does do bring in the X-Men, Fantastic Four. You know, it's going to be interesting to see who they cast as like Professor X, uh, uh, Wolverine, you know, um, Cyclops, Jean Grey. I mean, all those characters are from the X Men universe. The only one that's staying the same is I think is Deadpool. Ron Reynolds will still play Deadpool, but uh, you know, we'll see. I, I don't know. Um, that was the first one I saw over the weekend. I was like, well, that's interesting. He debunks it, but what do you think? Do you think? If they did cast him, how would you feel about it? Me, personally, you know... I mean... Hugh Jackman was the essence of Wolverine. I mean, uh... He's what... Uh, Tony sees... He's what, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is... To MCU... To what, uh... He was to the X-Men universe. So, I mean... Someone's gonna have to take the mantle, uh... But, I don't know. Uh, I, I think I'd be okay with it. But, you know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Let's go up to our next uh, thing. Uh, uh, I saw some of the Stranger Things, but I'm not going to spoil it. because we're doing that tomorrow, I believe. Uh, we're reviewing Stranger Things Season 3, so I'm not going to spoil anything. Uh, we'll talk about it tomorrow. But, uh, see, I'm trying to find something here. Uh. Well, nothing's really coming up. <laughs> I'm on Screen Rant, uh, looking up stuff, and nothing's coming up. Uh, so. But, so, I mean, you know, we'll see. I mean... As far as Wolverine goes, I mean, who would y'all love to see play Wolverine in the MCU? Uh, 
Okay, here's here's another one. Sorry if it took me so long to come up with the second one. Uh, the Flash. Ozra Miller's solo movie may finally escape development hell. And here's the thing. I know a lot of people don't want him to return as Flash. Well, I won't say a lot of people. There are certain people that don't want it to happen. Um, I liked him in Justice League, actually. Uh, I liked him. And, uh, you know, the only one I really did not like in that movie was Batman. Um, because it wasn't Batman. It just, it just wasn't. <laughs> but I'm okay. I'm hoping that this, I'm hoping the Flash gets made. I mean, he deserves a solo film. In like well, he's one of in the worst worst ways he deserves one so I, I'm hoping this finally happens whether he's playing you know Flash or not or they recast the role I I really do hope that uh, the Flash gets his own movie uh, solo film because I think he deserves a solo film before you what they were going to do is just basically a Justice League sequel with Flash you know. But it really wasn't a Flash solo film. It was a Justice League movie. Uh, but I, I hope this happens, and I hope it's good. Uh, I do seem to like the direction they're going in right now. Um, it's better than what they were doing. Uh, like I said, Justice League wasn't the greatest movie. It was entertaining, uh, but it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was a good movie. I would say it was just, just and it was watchable. Um, you know. I don't know, I probably would have given it three markouts at the time I seen it. Uh, I didn't hate it or nothing. I was entertained by it, so, uh, you know, that being said, I was just entertained by it. Uh, but anyway, I do hope this movie gets made uh, soon. Uh, you know, it, it, The Flash deserves it. His fan base deserves it, so. But moving on, uh, the MCU has failed Uncle Ben and Peter Parker. Uh, you know, do I agree with this or not? Because, uh, you know... We got Uncle Ben twice in the original Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire and the reboot, uh, you know, uh, his name's, I'm forgetting his name right now, but Martin Sheen uh, played uh, Uncle Ben in the reboot. Uh, you know, I think Tony Stark is their version of Uncle Ben in this, and he didn't die in the first movie, so, for Spider-Man. So, um, I'm okay with uh, Tony kind of carrying the mantle for Uncle Ben for Peter Parker because basically we had already seen it twice uh, we didn't need to see it a third time really I mean I would love to see Uncle Ben I really would love to see like a flashback scene of him eventually uh, but right now I think I, it's safe to say Tony Stark was Uncle Ben for the MCU uh, for Spider-Man uh, he really was and I don't have a problem with that because it, it was handled you know it was well done it was it was beautiful how they handled that, and, and man, it, it's heartbreaking, but it, it, it was still beautiful how they handled, you know, that Tony and Peter's relationship, but, you know, you know, I don't have a problem with it. Does anyone have a problem with it? I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some people that have a problem with it, because people like Uncle Ben, who's essential for the Peter Parker slash Spider-Man character origins story there, but, you know... We had already seen two origin stories from Spider-Man. We didn't need a third one. I mean, I originally wanted one, but truth be told, we didn't need it. And I'm glad what they gave us. I mean, I truly am glad. You d I didn't need to see how he became Spider-Man because I had already seen it. And, you, you know, I think they made a good call with it. I really do. Um, uh, see, what else? Uh, 
Well, well, well. Nothing's really coming up. That's that's a huge story here. So, uh, let's see. Okay, here's one. A uh, Lion King is Disney sits rotten live action remake to be given a rotten tomato score. Um, I gotta be honest with you on this one. Uh, every live action film I've seen from Disney, uh, I've pretty much loved. Uh, I mean, there's one or two I probably didn't really care much for. I haven't seen them all though. I have, have not. Um, Alice in Wonderland, I don't really care for. Uh, you know, uh, I didn't see that sequel. Um, I didn't, the first one, I just didn't, you know. I was never a big Alice in Wonderland fan, so that's why it just didn't resonate with, well with me. Uh, but, you know, you know, I, I can speak of the last two, Dumbo and um, Aladdin. absolutely love both films, uh, truthfully. Loved both. And I do not understand why the negative, why they got negative reactions uh, from Rotten Tomatoes, and the audience score for Dumbo was not very good either. Uh, and I did not understand that either. Uh, but you know, I, I, maybe I'm wrong on that one. Maybe audience score was good for Dumbo, but the, the reviews for Rotten Tomatoes was the critics was really bad, and Aladdin was really bad, and you know. I think uh, Lion King came out at 57%. And it was at 60 last time I checked it. So it's on par <laughs> with uh, how, how they feel about Child's Play. So, but I don't I, I don't understand. I mean, Lion King looks, it looks beautiful. I mean, it's, yes, you're going to get pretty much the same movie you got in 1994, but it's still live action. I mean, and I know there's, well, it's not really live action, it's CGI animals, but it's still looks real and uh i don't understand from what i've heard from people that have seen it d adore this movie uh it adds something that the 1994 version didn't but that's the critics don't feel the same way but you know that's that i mean what can you say or do about that so i'm looking forward to lion king though um i hope i get to see it this upcoming weekend when it comes out but i really am looking forward to it i think it's gonna be a blast i think it's gonna be a probably the best um you know live action remake they've done my personal favorite though is still the jungle book but aladdin i really loved and i really love dumbo but jungle book is still my favorite uh i really like beauty and the beast uh and i'm not a big fan of that film but i did like it um but you know i really enjoyed it uh but yeah i don't know man i don't understand really why people have an issue with this uh you know but anyway you know mulan's coming up the little mermaid's getting ready to go they're casting that now and it's got backlash as well so i mean everything's getting backlash um but i think little mermaid it's more sensible to have backlash because they are changing the character a little bit and it has nothing to do with race it just they're just changing you know you know the original concept of that character so but you know i'm gonna go on to my next topic here it's uh from the movie crawl uh the director of that film which i saw yesterday and absolutely loved it and we will be discussing that uh, on thursday i think 
Um, or we may do it tomorrow. Um, I don't really know. We, we haven't really said which one we're doing first. The Stranger Things review. Or we're doing the verse mode with Lake Placid and Crawl. But Crawl was an absolute blast. Uh, and I will get more into that when we review it. But um, the director of Crawl is, is being rumored to be rebooting um, Nightmare on Elm Street. And he says he would love to do it. I am all for this. I have seen. Um, I first saw the saw this guy his his you know his direction in a, in another Wes Craven remake in The Hills Have Eyes and he absolutely nailed that movie from top to bottom. Uh, he, he really did a good job with The Hills Have Eyes. I wish he would have came back for the sequel because the sequel was not as strong, but the first one is is by far the best in that franchise of the four movies of the original two and the remakes and its sequel that first that remake is the most superior i haven't seen the sequel to the original though so but what i've seen the the remake is very superior uh and uh i saw him do piranha 3d i enjoyed it i thought it was very entertaining uh you know it was a good horror comedy uh he didn't do the sequel to that either and you could tell uh, that movie was awful. Um, but now he comes and does Crawl, and it, it's just a blast. I mean, it's it, it's a it's a grounded monster film, and I loved it. And uh, he says he you know he would love to take on Freddy, and I'm I'm interested in seeing this because I don't know if it would be a direct remake or they would do like Halloween did and just do a sequel to the original. Or, you know, I'm assuming that's what they would do. Even though part three is beloved and everything. Because the actress, uh, Nancy, wants to return. And I don't know if you can get Robert back. But if you can get him back, uh, all the fans will be happy. But if you can't get him back, I'm still in. Because this guy's got, he's just, he's a very talented filmmaker. Especially a, a horror filmmaker. He's very talented. Um. And I, I would look forward to it. I really would. Um, you know, and uh, man, I would love to see him return. Freddy. Freddy's not my favorite, but, you know, he's, I think he was eight on my list when we did it. Uh, but still, I mean, he's an icon. He is the big three. Uh, uh, but, you know, uh, that that's something I would love to see. Uh, you know, Freddie returned to the big screen. Uh, that means Michael came back. They did redid Chucky. Uh, some fans like it. Some fans don't. Uh, Freddie would come back. Uh, all it leaves is Jason. <laughs> come back, Jason. Come back. But uh, now moving on. Frank Grillo, uh, who played uh, Crossbones uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, mainly in the uh, American Captain America films has five more movies left on his Marvel contract. I would love to see him return. Uh, absolutely. I love Frank Grillo. Uh, Frank Grillo made Purge good. Uh, he was in, uh, in the first movie, but he was in the sequels. Uh, and he made those good. Uh, especially the second. The second's my favorite. I hadn't seen the last one, though. So, um, And he's not in the last one, so... That's the reason I didn't really have any interest. <laughs> but I would love to see him return. Uh, I really would. Um, man, I would just love to see it. I would love to see it. You know, Frank returned to the MCU. Uh, but, you know, we'll see if it happens. He's got five, four films. So, I'm saying it's going to happen. Uh, they're usually going to 
you know, let everyone finish that, so. Oh, uh, here's one, uh, you know, that's gotten some backlash. I'm gonna butcher her name, uh, Lashana Lynch from Captain Marvel will reportedly, reportedly play female 007 agent in Bond 25. Uh, she's not J James Bond, but she's gonna be 007. Um, uh, I don't know, it sounds like they're trying to s uh, set up a spin-off series with her character, um, which would be interesting. Uh, I don't think anyone's gonna go for it, though. Main, mainly, uh, I, I think the fan base will not go for a spinoff James Bond film. They're there for James Bond and James Bond alone. And I don't think it'll work. Uh, if she was replacing him as James Bond and be a female James Bond, I mean, I'm against that because the character is male. Uh, it's name's James, and it's and he, so much history there. You can't be just changing history. Uh, I mean, I, you just can't. Uh, but... You know, I would I see it? Probably not, uh, because I did I I I have seen a few James Bond films and I've really liked a couple of Daniel Craig's, but mainly just Skyfall though. That's the one I really do love. Um, but you know, um, man, because Skyfall was just brilliant in my opinion. I didn't see the last one. I haven't just haven't watched it. I haven't seen most of these films, so. You know, I, I, Pierce Brosnan, I saw a couple of his. I liked one of his. But, you know, I've never been, like, the biggest James Bond fan. I've only seen one in theaters, and it was Skyfall. I went with some friends. I actually did not want to see it, but I had a great time watching it. So, I think, you know, I just don't think the audience will show up for a female James Bond. Uh, just basically because of the history. You know, it's... It's not like you're creating something. This is has a mythology and this has a history and the audience just is not going to be for it changing all that in my opinion um, but you know what are y'all thoughts about it a uh, female spinoff of a James Bond uh, as her as 007 not James Bond but as 007 what do you think about it let me know uh, you know let me and Aaron know uh, but um, we let's get up to the Next one, uh, getting close to the end here, because uh, it's approaching the end on what was for the weekend. Um, man. Okay, here's one, here's one. Avengers Endgame now, just 7 million away from breaking Avatar's box office record. You know, I'm, I usually don't follow this, because I honestly don't care um, which film grosses more. Uh, I think it's a cash grab though that they re-released it when it was still in theaters uh uh but you know it, man I, I don't care though i don't I really don't care if it beats it or not i don't i don't care if avatar 2 beats their own record i i just i really don't care um but uh but people are making this a big deal and they really shouldn't because it, it means nothing to fans i mean yeah end game Possibly the, the the make the most money in the history of films. Wow, great, love it. Uh, don't care though. <laughs> I mean, I really don't. I really don't care. I don't. I, you could, you could. I, I just don't care how much money a movie makes. 
Unless it doesn't make enough money to get a single, that, and it's a franchise I love. I don't honestly care about the money. I don't care about being the most grossing film of all time. I really don't. I'm, like, uh, do I think Avatar deserved it? No, I don't. Was it an entertaining film? Yes, it was. When I watched it, I've only seen it once. And it's a three about a three-hour movie, and it's a long time to sit through. And this Endgame is about the same time, and it just... I think uh, Endgame's a better movie... But, you know, I don't think Endgame's the best movie in the MCU. I uh, don't think it's the best movie this year either. I don't think it's the best comic movie this year. For me, that that that's uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, but I'm more, you know, as a Spider-Man solo fan, I'm more of a Spider-Man fan. But, you know, I hated what they did to Hulk in Endgame. But that's just my opinion, you know. Uh, I did not like it. Uh, but, you know, that's my opinion. And, uh, you know. That's mine. I mean, you, you, others are gonna have different opinions about it, but uh, I don't know. I I just don't care. You know, really. If you know, if they uh, beat it or not, I know a lot of people do. But I don't. I really don't. But let us know if you care. I mean, do you want to see Endgame defeat Avatar? If so, why? Why do you want to see it? Why, why does it matter to you? That's a good question, actually. Why is it so important to fans whether a certain movie beats Avatar, you know, or any film comes number one? Because it doesn't, like, affect your viewing process or how much you love a certain film just because it's number one, most grossing film. I just don't understand why so many fans are so obsessed with it. It's I just don't get it. But that's just me. Uh... Well, I guess that was it for today. Uh, you know, um, well, I will go with this. It's 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 wrestling related. Uh, Stream Rules was last night, on the, and AEW had their pay per view the night before. But last night, uh, I did not watch it. I don't have the WWE Network right now. Um, my three months expired uh, last week. Uh, but they. Uh, Brock Lesnar cash, cashed in his WWE Money in the Bank contract and became the new Universal Champion. And I have not watched WWE probably since... I, I haven't seen it since WrestleMania. You know, and that was, what, four months ago? Uh, you know, I tuned in to the storylines. Just I know they brought in Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman, but their roles don't officially take off until... I think tonight, actually. I think it was, it was going to be after stream rolls. Uh, I think. I think that's what I read, uh, but I'm not sure on that. Uh, I know they're preparing. I know Paul Heyman did some booking last night, and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura became the new Intercontinental Champion, but it was on the pre-show. I mean, that match kind of match should have been on the main show. Um, I mean, the history of the IC title, and it's not... On the main show. And you got two wrestlers like Finn Balor and Shinsuke. Uh, on the pre-show. It just blows my mind. It really does. It really it really does. But in last night's match. Uh, it was uh, Seth Rollins who was the champion. And his partner uh, Becky Lynch who was the women's champion. On Raw. Uh, defending both their titles in a tag team match against Lacey Evans and uh, Baron Corbin. They've been, you know, shoving Baron Corbin 
down people's throats as this main heel, and he's just—he's just not—he's just, not, just not that good of a not 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 a heel, just like a you know like a main event heel type star. He's just—he doesn't have that presence, you know that a uh, a guy like a Triple H would have, or a guy like CM Punk would have. Or Daniel Bryan, or Samoa Joe, or AJ Styles now, or even Brock Lesnar, um, or even a, a Stone Cold Steve Austin when he was heel, or The Rock when he was heel, or a Hollywood Hulk Hogan. He just doesn't have that kind of presence. He didn't have a Ric Flair presence either, or a Shawn Michaels uh, presence uh, as a heel, or Bret Hart even. You know, this guy has a mid card level heel. Uh, like, okay, here's one. Uh, that they've always labeled as a mid-card guy. That was Christian, one of my favorites. Uh, but even him, he had a main event, you know, kind of a character that they just never pushed. But he got over with the fans as a face and a heel, but they really never pushed. Baron Corbin, people just don't care. <laughs> That's how he's always been. He's, he's like, he's just, they, they don't care. They never have cared. And I've seen him since he was in NXT. They just don't care. But anyway... Uh, after the match, uh, Rollins and Becky win. Uh, Rock cashes in, and he comes in the Universal Champion. The problem fans have with this, well, they have me. I'll say for me, the fans have a problem too. But for me, the problem is one: he's a part-timer. Uh, he's a part-time wrestler. He shows up. He's got limited dates. He shows up, and if a guy has limited dates, he should not be WWE champion. He shouldn't be any kind of champion. He should be looked at as kind of like The Undertaker is. Uh, show up once in a while in a big match, but, you know, help put over younger talent. And um, I know Undertaker showed up last night, and they dominated Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre, but it's leading up to a match, I believe, with Drew McIntyre. And uh, at SummerSlam, I do believe, and I believe Drew's going to go over. Uh, they're finally going to do something with Drew. And he's probably going to get Shane against... Uh, uh, Roman again, and Shane's probably going to end up winning. I say Shane McMahon's going to become a WWE champion uh, at some point down the road. But anyway, they bring in Brock, and another problem I have with Brock Lesnar is uh, the guy used to be a really good worker. Uh, I mean, really good worker. One of the best in the early 2000s. 2002-2004 era, he was really good. He could really work. But now he does, like, what? Suflet City? Uh, which, he's reverse suflets. He's like German suflexes. Like, he does, like, five or six in one match. And he does an F5. That's his finishing move. Uh, and that's basically it. That's all he does. That's, that's his moveset. Two moves, really. And, you know, people poked fun at Hulk Hogan. For being limited, they both excuse me. They poked fun of uh, John Cena for being limited, Roman Reigns for being limited, uh, but Brock Lesnar literally does two moves, and that's not what he used to do. And I don't, I don't like the character. I liked it when he first came back, but this character is very stale, and no one wants to see it. They boo it. I, I could, I the last. Three, four matches he had on pay-per-view that I saw personally. They were chanting, this sucks. Uh, this is awful. 
you suck. I mean, it it and it, it wasn't like in a fun way they did it with Kurt Angle. They, they re, they're very angry and upset over the booking and the style of the match. Like um, him and Roman Reigns was awful. Uh, him and Goldberg was awful. Uh, him and Undertaker wasn't even good, uh, in my opinion. Uh, I didn't like. I have not liked the match from Brock Lesnar since uh, CM Punk SummerSlam when CM Punk was still there. Uh, that was the last really good match from Brock Lesnar, and maybe the only really good match since he's returned. Uh, I saw him live. Uh, one year uh, at a Stream Rules pay-per-view against Triple H. Uh, a steel cage match. Terrible. Terrible main event. It really was. Uh, uh, th- uh, that was when Ryback took on John Cena as well. Uh, that was a decent match. But Lesnar versus Triple H, steel cage, was not good. Um, not impressed with Brock Lesnar at all. Um, he does nothing for me. Hey, when he's on, I want to change the channel. And I used to really be a big fan of Brock Lesnar, but I'm not anymore, you know? And um, I wish the old Brock would come back and this new MMA-type character just leave. I, I hate... It's not... Okay, MMA is not professional wrestling. It's just not. I, I, I don't like Ronda Rousey. I don't... Uh, you know, the only one I really did like was Ken Shamrock because he actually wrestled. Now, Ronda's not bad, in the ring, uh, but my skills, she sucks. You know, it worked for Shamrock though, because he was like the animal. You know, yeah, he was like a crazed animal. Get out of my way! <laughs> you know, he's in the zone, as they said uh, a lot of times. But you know, they did him wrong and doing back in the attitude there. But you know, I just, I'm just not a fan of this. I watched some highlights of AEW. I actually seen some live footage of that Saturday night. You know, it's for, for me, I didn't get to see, me and Aaron have not got to talk about AEW much, uh, but for me, they they look like uh, old NWA slash early WCW. Uh, they look like a little bit of early on TNA when it was really good. Uh, they look a little bit like the Attitude Era, and they look a little bit like ECW back in its heyday. Uh, so, what AEW is doing, I like. Uh, I really do, especially with the main events. I, I really didn't know that they... I, I just did not know. But I like what AEW is doing much more than I like what WWE is doing. WWE is not doing anything for me. Uh, like, uh, Becky Lynch, you know, she was positioned to be the next Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, for a woman, that's impressive. Her star powers went down. People are hating on her now. That's usually what happens. People, fans get fickle. And I haven't seen much of her, but I can tell that her character's kind of gotten stale a little bit. And, um, and, she had all that momentum. I don't know what happened to it because I haven't watched since WrestleMania. I, I, but they haven't done something right. They haven't done something right with her because people have turned on her. Uh, Kofi Kingston had that you know, incredible journey to becoming WWE Champion. But people are not really talking about him anymore. It's, it seems like people are, are waiting for him to lose the title. And uh, the people were upset last night that Samoa Joe didn't win. I'm upset that Joe didn't win because I'm a big fan of Samoa Joe. Been a big fan of his since 2005 when he was in TNA, uh, to ROH, uh, to WWE, NXT, to the main roster. You know, they still drop the ball with Samoa Joe. He should be a world champion by now. I'm not sure why he's not. I'm, I have no idea why not. Uh, but, you know, he should be 
He should have won the title last night. He should have beat AJ Styles for the title. He should have beat Brock Lesnar for the title. I don't understand what they're doing. I, I really don't. And it's... You keep booking people like this that know they can go to AEW uh, and they'll be in the main event. You know, when that show when that show starts in October, I think you're going to see some people drop over. I'm hoping CM Punk shows up at All Out next month, but we'll see. Because um, if he does, it's definitely a game changer for AEW. Uh, it, it just will be. Um, but I think you're going to see more people leave WWE for AEW. I'm su- I'm really surprised that some people that resigned. Uh, there's, there's speculation that Finn Balor didn't resign. It may be hidden to AEW in the near future. But I don't know about that. But, you know, I don't think they would let someone like that go. Because when he's that demon character, he, he creates a moment for them. But anyway, that's my thoughts on Brock Lesnar becoming WWE Universal Champion last night at uh, Stream Rolls. Uh, just kind of meh, you know. Uh, just, you know, they bring in Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman, and you, you think you're going to see change. What do you see? Them book Brock Lesnar become Universal Champion again. <laughs> A part-timer being World Champ again. Who you... Who will probably defend a title at SummerSlam because it's a big pay-per-view. But you probably won't see him again until about Survivor Series. That's just how it works. And if he retains then, you probably won't see him again until the Royal Rumble. And uh, if he retains there, you won't see him again to WrestleMania. So you'll see him four times in the next six, seven months. Four times. He'll wrestle four matches in the next six, seven months. That's how it works out there out there in WWE land. I don't understand it. They, I don't. What John Mosley was saying about them is very true. I've been a lifelong fan of them since uh, I was born in 83 and uh, pretty much since 87. Um, yeah, uh, since 87. I was about four years old when I started watching. Uh, so I remember the Hogan and Andre stuff uh, as a kid. Uh, that's about when I started watching. Hulk Hogan's the reason I got into the, into it as a fan. Um, of course, I remember the Rockers coming in in 88, 89. Uh, they were my favorite tag team. Uh yeah, you know, I remember the oldies, the eighties and early nineties. That that to me is the best era. Uh, even though they didn't have the best wrestlers, they had the best characters and they told the best stories. Uh, Attitude Era was great for telling stories, uh, but the wrestling took a back seat. In the eighties, it was both stories and wrestling. Now they weren't as great as they are today. They wouldn't even. I wouldn't say it's good. No, I think they was as good as they were in Attitude Era. You know, you look at the guy, the guys, Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin are the top two guys in Attitude Era. But Rock really couldn't wrestle. I'm being honest. I love him to death. I mean, he's one of my favorite actors today. I will go see him in anything. And I loved him when he was a wrestler. But what, re-watching his stuff, the you know, the best promo guy ever, uh, in my opinion. No one could cut a promo like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. But wrestling ability, it was just average. Uh, and uh, that's my personal opinion on it. But I, I believe it was just average. Stone Cold Steve Austin, he was a good technical wrestler in WCW. Uh, they brought him in WWE, he was still doing the technical stuff as the ringmaster. But when he came to Stone Cold Steve Austin, it all changed. He came a street fighter. And, um, uh, you know, and uh, so the matches weren't great. They were good brawls, but they were not good actual wrestling matches. So, you know, 
but that's what you got in the attitude there. You got fights, you know, and that's missed today. You had way too many fights. But I don't know. I mean, I I recently watched some most of you know I'm on 1999 on the network, and I've watched most of the Attitude Era now, and I'm like, a lot of the pay-per-views aren't great. Uh, the stories building up to it are fantastic, but that was that was basically it. It was a fantastic story building up to it, but the matches kind of were underwhelming. If you rewatch them when you're living it, it was great. You didn't see. You know the lackluster matches. All you saw there was a they were telling good stories, uh, but I think Chris Jericho said the attitude there wasn't that great, and I have to agree with him. It, it really wasn't. Uh, it did a lot of talking, and you know that's the problem today. Most people feel is they do too much talking. But anyway, I'm gonna get off wrestling because because this is not what it's about. But I saw this and I was like, uh, uh, uh I'll say something about it. But tomorrow we'll have some more movie news, uh, you know. But anyway, this has went a little bit longer than it's not as long as the last one because that went over an hour. But this one has been a little bit longer. So, but anyway, this is Brandon Spivey. This has been movie news on Monday. Um, I thank you for listening. Uh, continue to support our podcast. I'm hoping, you know, I think we're growing as a podcast. Uh, you know, me and Aaron do an episode every Tuesday and Thursday. We do our solo stuff. Um, He's brought in another guy for a Wednesday. Um, I want to talk to him about something. I'm, I got an idea of something to do on Wednesday myself. I want to talk to him about it because I always go through him. Because he, loving in wrestling terms, here's here's how I see things. He is Jr. <laughs> you know, he's he's Jr. He, he he's the Jr. of this, and I'm kind of like the king. Uh, you know, Jerry Lawler. If it's a wrestling term, um. If you if I did it movie wise, it'd be um, I don't I don't know who I would say movie wise. Maybe he's the Walter Matthau and I'm the Jack Lemon of it, or that could work both ways though. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I really don't know. But you know I, I appreciate him. Uh, I really do, and I've, I've said this many times on here and in person that I just appreciate Aaron. For the opportunity to do this, and but this um, gives me real joy, uh, real satisfaction. You know, the but also to come to you, to the people that are listening, uh, the fans that we do have that take their time out of their day to listen to us. It just it does doesn't my my whole soul good, and I'm so appreciative for people that do listen and uh, give us feedback, uh, what they like to hear or whatever. Um, or tell us that we're doing a good job, or whatever. The, all the support that's been given to us, uh, we really do both appreciate it. Uh, we really do. And I just, and again, I'm just thanking you. I know I'm off way off topic where I was in movie news because this isn't part of movie news, but just pour my heart out to all of you that do listen. Uh, we thank you very much. Thank you for supporting this podcast and what we give you on a. We're trying to give you more on a daily basis. Uh, but definitely we're going to still do our two episodes a week and that will never change. Um, but, uh, man, this has been great, but, but I'm going to get off here and, uh, I'll be back with y'all tomorrow with Aaron, uh, whether it's Stranger Things season three review or it's versus mode, like Placid versus, um, Crawl, uh, you know, whichever we decide to do first, uh, it's fine with me. I'm, I'm good with either. 
But man, I'll, I'll see y'all tomorrow. Well, here you'll hear from me tomorrow, and hear from Aaron tomorrow. It, just have a great, blessed day, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great, blessed days. Uh, you know, cherish every moment you can with people that you love. Uh, it's you know, just embrace life. You know, I'm, I, I know I'm I'm so off topic here. I'm, I'm just genuinely happy. But anyway, that's it for me. This has been Movie News with Brandon, and I will see y'all tomorrow so stay tuned for more comment from the mark out movie podcast